Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630 WLAP, the home of the cats right here in Lexington. And I'm Kyle Tucker, longtime Kentucky beat writer coming real soon, I promise. I keep saying it, but it's actually coming sometime soon uh, to a website near you. In the meantime, if it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, as you might have heard before, Curtis and I will be here every day, Monday through Friday, talking about it on the Locked On Podcast Network. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Lex Start Nutrition. We'll tell you a little bit more about Lex Start Nutrition in a little bit. Um, but first, we've got to talk about some UK football trash talk, both to and from Mississippi State. There was some basketball recruiting news, and we'll wrap with a little bit more football at the end of it. Um, but Kyle, it's becoming a weekly occurrence, it seems like, with Benny Snell, that someone yeah. has motivated him. Yeah, it's pretty wild that that this has been a three week storyline, um, and, and just kind of an odd, uh, you know. I guess if anybody's going to tra- talk trash, this is probably the the team in best position to do it. Mississippi State, they're the best team uh, Kentucky will have played so far. Um, probably have the best opportunity to to slow him down, um, and did last year. But um, it, it's interesting that three straight weeks now someone from the opposing side has in some way sort of uh, diminished um, Benny Snell or, or said something that he can – done something, said something, tweeted something that he can uh, use as a sort of fuel to his fire. Uh, you know, it's fun, though. I mean, I, I like that people keep doing it. I like that Benny's not afraid to respond, and um, there's some, some personality. We ask, we ask these guys to not be robots, and so I'm happy that, that they're not. And uh, this today's today's was all all based on emojis, right, Curtis? Yeah, um, and shout out to Jen Smith of the Herald Leader for counting. Um, but it all started with her colleague uh, Ben Roberts of the Herald Leader, who after the game tweeted out, I think it was just a little video on the Herald Leader's website. Actually, I think it was a quote. Yeah, no, it was a quote, quote. No, it was a quote to a video. I'm not. It wasn't even necessarily a story, but I watched the video. Oh, right. Because I remember doing it, and, and basically uh, Ben or one other reporter asked Benny about you know going up against Mississippi State because last year they hold it, held him under twenty yards rushing, you know, and what's he's looking forward to. And the quote in the video and what Ben tweeted out was um, from Benny Snell. He said, "I'm going to run on any team. This offense don't fear nobody," which I mean is the mindset I think most offenses probably have if they're quality offenses. Well, as I said thanks to Jen Smith for counting this, but there were 41 crying, laughing emojis from Kylan Hill, the running back out of Mississippi State. He has since deleted the tweet, Kyle, so we got a tweet deleter. Yeah, I, I'm sure Dan Mullen didn't love it. It, it keeps uh, it, it keeps us in something to talk about, and like I said, I think if found most of these people to be foolish to uh, give Benny Snell any motivation because, you know, most of them have been fairly helpless to stop him. Uh, but when you're Mississippi State, and last year you beat Kentucky 45-7, to and you held Benny Snell to 18 rushing yards, .6 yards a carry, by far his worst performance in, the, in a game he actually finished. He, he, had a, he had 15 yards in the bowl game, but he, he departed early, as everyone knows. But the rest of the season, Benny's lowest rushing total is 59 yards, um, 18 against Mississippi State. I, I guess you have some license to trash talk him there. But I would imagine uh, that Benny thinks he's going to have a much better, bigger game this year. Uh, it's on his home turf, and uh, Kentucky's playing with a lot more confidence right now. 
Um, he ran for 175 yards against Florida on the road, you know, and for the season he's averaging six yards a carry. So, um, you know, I, I think from both sides, Mississippi State has some some license to uh, to trash talk, and Benny's got plenty of uh, ammunition to to come back at him. And 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 do you have his tweet in front of you? I the, do. Uh, the Benny Snell subtweet response. Yeah, and as you mentioned, it was technically we got to get very technical on these tweets. What kind it was? It was a subtweet. It wasn't added anybody. So in theory, if we ask Benny Snell about this tweet, he could say it wasn't he about. Could deny it, yeah. Yeah, but here's the tweet. It, it was about Mississippi State. You a clown over the internet. I show up in real life. <laughs> I, I'm going to guess that as long as Benny has a, a big game, uh, he'll own that. He'll claim that that he'll, he'll claim that exactly who it was was for. But uh, I love it. I mean, honestly, I think it's great. I think I think everything about Benny is great. Uh, it's what you. It's what a program like Kentucky needs. That's trying to get some attention, some respect. Uh, it's a guy who can go back it up against the best teams in the country and has, um, and who's willing to to step out and be the face of the program and say bold things and then then go deliver. Uh, you know, he's the guy who said, "I'm the best running back in the SEC. I might be the best running back in the country." Uh, I, I like it. The guy who will wear a spinner on his mouthpiece and uh, um, and then go uh, run all over you. So, I hope it continues. I hope this is a 12 week. Uh, constant tradition of somebody trash talking Benny and Benny coming back at him and and then we get to see how it plays out on Saturday yeah the one thing I kind of hope to be honest is uh that we get to talk to Benny Snell after Tuesday's practice he has been kind of held out of those the last couple weeks I don't particularly know why um but maybe it's to stop him from saying something I'm not sure but I really, 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 really want to talk to him after practice this week to see what he kind of says, you know, in his own words and in not in tweet form where he could, you know, technically deny it. Yeah, that'll be and, – and stay tuned for that. I'm sure we will have the audio if Benny does talk. And, mm-hmm. and if Benny does talk, I imagine he, he'll at least say something noteworthy. He, he usually does. Yeah, I don't think there's there's any question about that. A couple quick notes, football notes, from Mark Stoops' press conference. It wasn't super-duper newsy, but uh, Quentin Bohanna, most people probably noticed that he didn't play against Murray State. Uh, Mark Stoops said that he should be good to go this weekend. They basically held him out as a precautionary. Um, Same with Boogie Watson, Boogie Jamar, Jamar Boogie Watson. He was not on the field. He didn't play as well. There was a slight injury. Stoops didn't say what it was. Um, but he'll be good to go against Mississippi State, and that's what you're supposed to be able to do to with an opponent like Murray State. You're supposed to hold out, hold out guys that are kind of dinged up going forward. Also, Keaton Upshaw, the tight end, he is going to be redshirted this year. He had an injury in practice last week, so that's why you didn't see him on the field when you saw a lot of younger guys um, going in late for Kentucky. So I think that was about all the kind of news out of Mark Stoops' press conference. I thought he was in a, in a really, really good mood today. And, I mean, you can understand why, Kyle. Uh, but, you know, sometimes he gets a little bit defensive. But he was in a, having a lot of fun. You know, he and I shared a laugh because I was joking about how, because, well, A, I'm hilarious. And, B, I was joking yes, about uh, if Benny Snell is going to be asking to pass more since his passer efficiency rating was like 740-something. Um, in the game, and he kind of chuckled yeah, at it. Was a great pass he threw. Yeah, he he chuckled about it, and he said that he hasn't you know said anything yet. But he did mention that you know Benny throwing is in you know in their arsenal, and they could do it. 
I don't know if I truly believe that. I know he did it some last year, uh, mixed effects, but I think he almost just said that just to kind of throw something else at future opponents and, hey, you know, Benny might might throw out of the Wildcat. Yeah, I, I, I if I'm them, I much prefer um, uh, Lynn Bowden probably in the Wildcat as the, as the passing option uh, over Benny Snell. But, uh, you know, it's in the books, man. He had a 49-yard touchdown pass mm-hmm. last week. Can't take, cannot take that away from him. One quick note in terms of uh, Mississippi State trashing, trash-talking uh, or motivating Benny Snell, uh, in addition to what they did to him, shutting him down last year, they're off to a really good start this year in run defense. They have allowed 77, 113, and 65 yards rushing in their three games. The uh, Kansas State's the only kind of real opponent they've played in that stretch. Uh, 35 carries for 113 yards, um, not not great at all. And uh, for the season, opponent averaging 2.5 yards per carry. So I mean, they've got again some license there. I think to uh, to say to think they can stop them. They're I think 13th in the country uh, in run defense so far. So uh, I'm looking forward to that matchup. Obviously, Kentucky's got to run the ball really well. Again, that's their bread and butter. Uh, sets up other things, some of those deep shots in the passing game, uh, if they're going to have any chance to pull an upset uh, or even close the gap on what was a, a total beatdown last season. Yeah, um, Stoops also mentioned today he was, you know, he was kind of asked about Danny Clark, you know, running some scout team to emulate Nick Fitzgerald because they're both huge quarterbacks that are m- relatively mobile. I think we'll give Fitzgerald the the nod on mobility over yeah, Danny I think Clark. So, yeah. No, no offense. Um, but Stoops kind of shut that down and made it clear that Danny Clark isn't running any scout team and that they would do it, but it would be in the good against good situations. So I think they'll have a nice kind of mix of different guys where they're aware of what Terry Wilson can do. They've defended against that and Danny Clark being big and strong a la Nick Fitzgerald, just not as mobile. You know, it seems like the defense might should be, in theory, better prepared this season than they have been in years past because they actually have guys on the Kentucky roster that can emulate some of the characteristics of the one of the best running quarterbacks in college football. Yeah, I'm curious, though. That there's got to be somebody on the scout team that they're putting back there as a, as a dual threat. Um, well, I'm guessing Walker Wood is, I mean, he's pretty, he's, yeah. he's a good dual threat. Obviously, I mean, like we've, I mean, Nick Fitzgerald, you can't, you can't fake that. I mean, honestly, the best one they would, could have in theory is Cash Daniel. Uh, probably, uh, he played quarterback in yeah, high school, but I, you're not going to put him back there. Yeah. And he's not slippery. I, I think you're probably right on Walker Wood. He was a very slippery guy in high school. Some of his highlights, if you saw him play at Lafayette High School here in town, um, just some of the crazy things he could do. He was kind of like a, a Johnny football light. Um, and I think at, at one point um, early in his career, he's had a lot of injuries and things. Darren Henshaw even made a Johnny Manziel reference to uh, mm-hmm. to uh, Walker Wood. But he's that kind of guy. Uh, you know, Nick Fitzgerald is a big guy, but he can he can lose you too. Uh, and I think that's what you've got to – you've got to guard against is the guy who can break the, the big run on you and gash you and did, did that to Kentucky has done that to Kentucky has done it to a bunch of people over a thousand yards rushing last year. So uh, I've got to think there's somebody and, and you right, might be right that it's Walker Wood um, that's on that scout team. That's given them a consistent look as a guy who can escape the pocket. And, you know, how do you, how do you prepare for when things sort of break down and he, he takes off with his, uh, with his legs. We're going to get into some basketball recruiting in a second. But first, I want to tell you more about Lex Start Nutrition. A lot can change in 
32 years, back in your prime, you could run a 4-240, throw a ball over the mountains, and still have energy left over to watch the Cats lose in Gainesville. Now your body is more reminiscent of a lineman who let themselves go, and you run a 4-2 to the fridge. But at least the Cats drained the swamp. Lexstart Nutrition wants to help you get back to the ball hawk you once were with their personalized approach to gut wellness and weight management. Whether it's weight loss, nutrition, and dietary counseling, or gut health, Central Kentucky's Lexstart Nutrition can help you. Lexstart Nutrition's specialty is the revolutionary Leap Therapy and MRT test. A simple blood test allows Lexstart's certified Leap Therapist to draw up the right place for your body by identifying the foods and ingredients your body hates. Following your personalized diet can reduce symptoms like inflammation, sinus congestion, IBS, and more. Lexstart accepts insurance like Humana, Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield, and HSA FSA accounts, so you can drop more pounds than dollars. It's time to get your body's defense set by visiting LexStartNutrition.com and signing up for a free 15-minute phone consultation, or you can call 859-429-8935 to get started. That's LexStartNutrition.com. You know, football is back, and if you've missed your season-long fantasy leagues across the office, have no fear, you can still play on FanDuel. FanDuel has one week and even one day games, and now there are more ways to help than ever before. Guru is a new tool that makes building smarter lineups simple for fans at all skill levels. So players can be confident you're putting the best team on the field. This is a responsive, wizard-like draft experience that makes recommendations and provides tips as you draft based off who you're picking. I'm on FanDuel, and you should be too. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And right now, new users can get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. Come play with me at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get that $20 bonus. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Kyle, we got some basketball recruiting news. Kentucky has officially made an official offer. Oscar Schwebe, right? Is that we've we've settled on Oscar Schwebe? I'm not a hundred percent. As the pronunciation, to be honest, <laughs> like I'm going to be real. Since the the David Bouvier thing has me shook, so I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on anything anymore. And then did you see the news today? This is going to go a little uh, pop culture on people, but Christy Teigen says her name isn't Christy Teigen; it's Christy Teigen or something else. So I don't know huh. if we can't if we can't be pronouncing one of the most popular supermodels in the world's name right. I don't know what we can do anymore, honestly. Yeah, there, it's it's interesting how many uh, people who end up famous um, have allowed people to mispronounce their names and just decided not to correct them, and then all well, of a sudden you find out you're wrong. So and uh, and the most one of the famous ones in sports is uh, Joe Theismann was Theismann. Until his senior season, when he wanted to win the Heisman, so he changed his name to Theisman, so they would rhyme. Pretty awesome. That's pretty good. But back to back to Oscar, our big guy O here. Uh, he tweeted out <laughs> this afternoon, and um, listen, uh, he's originally from the Congo, if I'm remembering correctly, off the top of my head. Uh, English is his second language, and listen, Twitter typos are a nemesis of mine, so I'm not going to knock him on this, but it is kind of funny because his, his tweet said, thankful to receive an offer from the University of Kentucky. Thanks, Coach Cal, and all the stuff. He meant staff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he said, thanks for all. The, the, 
fueling fueling the uh, Cal Perry hating conspiracy theorist. Uh, Kentucky made an offer and gave him lots of stuff. Um, no, that's uh, that's a great that's a great typo. Um, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he meant staff there. Yeah. Um, but but very significant that uh, they finally offered. I, I, maybe not significant. Uh, the Ben Roberts and others have reported that um, he's basically had a, a spot in the class. If he had wanted to commit already, uh, it would have been they would have taken the commitment uh, for weeks now. Um, so it was kind of a formality. Uh, John Calipari prefers to make offers in person. He likes to do it on campus, but he he prefers to do it yeah. uh, certainly in person. And they they made their visit in home visit, I believe. Uh, tonight, as we're recording this today, um, on on Monday, the seventeenth, and then he's, uh, I believe, making his official visit to Kentucky this weekend. Is that right? That's what I've um, read. I'll, I'll double check that here in a um, second. But he he is he is going to make a visit to Kentucky. Um, you know, West Virginia was viewed as a leader. Uh, Illinois and Baylor were also in the mix with him. Uh, I think that's his final four. Uh, and a lot of people had West Virginia as the kind of out in front, but. Uh, I think Kentucky's really prioritized him. Um, six foot eight kid, uh, 230 pounds, as you mentioned from the Congo, uh, a guy that is, uh, very highly thought of in the recruiting rankings. Um, uh, definitely a national level recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Kentucky's by prioritizing him has made, made some real headway there. It seems like there's a really good chance, um, for them to steal him away from West Virginia, Calipari and his buddy Bob Huggins going to head to head, going head to head for a guy. But this this sort of makes it all uh, all official. Kentucky has has officially cast its uh, its lot with this guy, and and I think I think there's a, a really good chance they end up getting him. And and so you know we've talked on the podcast a few times about this idea that they're they are casting a bit of a wider net with big men you know it's James Wiseman Vernon Carey Matthew Hurt those have those have been the guys uh you know all top 10 top 15 guys um nationally big guys that they've gone after um they're obviously not going to get all three they may not get any of them um they might only get one of them I think it's probably more likely that they only get one of those three um than it is that they get uh you know two or more uh, and you're going to need more than that because they could lose everybody in the front court um, after this season. So Oscar, I think after that group, Oscar is probably at the top of, of their list of um, big guys they'd love to have. Yeah. And so, you know, if you pair, you pair him with James Wiseman, you've got something really special there. You, you pair him with Wiseman and Hurt or Wiseman and Carey, uh, that, that's really, really special. And then, you know, there are a couple other options out there, uh, one of whom I think we were going to talk about, Louisville-related. Um, Aiden. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I never know how to say another, here's another one, Ikihan, I guess, mm-hmm. um, who is from Ireland, um, and of note, Chris Mack, Louisville's head coach, new head coach, has flown to Ireland to visit with his mother, um, and so that's quite a show, but he, the player himself is here in the States, uh, playing, playing ball, um, but his mother is still there, and so that is quite a, uh, a recruiting move, power move to to send your head coach. I think at least one other school is sending an assistant over there. I think it was St. John's, but uh, Louisville sending its head coach to Ireland, uh, I, I would think, makes a big uh, big impact. Uh, I think this is a kid that Louisville was on, uh, or sorry, that Mac was on even before he went to Louisville when he was still at Xavier. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
you got to think they're in a good spot. And, and, and I think worth noting, too, really, really a, a good job of recruiting so far by Chris Mack at Louisville into what is still an uncertain situation. They just got another um, four-star player, uh, Samuel uh, Williamson, committed. I think that is three or four uh, four-star, top 100-ish type guys, and I believe they are now um, fourth. Their class is fourth in the country um, at, at 247 Sports in their team rankings. What the, the latest guy they got is now uh, 44th overall in the class. Um, they also got four-star guys, uh, Jalen Withers and Josh Nickelberry. So to get those three um, and then, you know, be in a really good spot to get uh, Aiden Igihan. Uh, I really need to find out if that's right, but uh, that pronunciation. But that that would be a terrific class, and as is, it's a very good class. To and, and I was skeptical of what Chris Mack could do um, in this kind of tough spot that he's in and with this first recruiting class. We still don't know kind of what what hammer will drop from the NCAA. Uh, it's in the sort of never ending saga there, but but I I'm very impressed. I think Chris Mack's going to get players, and he's going to uh, build a program, and they're going to be really good. Uh, at Louisville under Chris Mack. I, I, I think I'm really intrigued to see how this rivalry goes now because obviously you don't have the very hateable uh, Rick Pitino there. I think Chris Mack is sort of generally a very likable character, um, and he's going to be, I think, workmanlike and get some really good players, maybe not the flashy one-and-done guys. Maybe he will now that he's at a bigger school, but but I think he's going to put together really good rosters year after year in recruiting classes and and coach those guys up. And, and, you know, will Kentucky fans be able to hate him the way they hated Rick Pitino? I don't no. know, but they're going to probably not like um, the way he builds that program. Cause I do think they'll compete. The answer is no, Kyle. They won't No, They won't be able to hate him like Rick Pitino. I don't no. think anybody, I don't think Kentucky fans could hate any opposing coach. Like they hate Rick Pitino. No, I don't. Yeah. Bill, Bill self is probably the, the no. of the active, active coaches. He's probably now number one on the well, list. No. I guess. I don't know. K's one. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's glaring oversight. But and uh, Penny, yeah, probably K one. And Penny's up with a bullet, and he's probably in the top ten, mainly because of Memphis yeah. fans more than more than anything else. Um, yeah. Uh, I also of note, Chris Mack. Uh, listen, I mean, I don't want to accuse anybody of anything, but he sent out a cool picture, and this is something he does all all the time. His daughter went with him to Ireland on that recruiting visit, and he sent out a nice. A nice selfie of them. I think it was in front of an, an, an a hotel in Ireland, and it said, you know, the name Ireland in there. So he let you know what he was doing, and that's what coaches love to do. That they take pictures of landmarks and cities to tell you what city it is, and then you do like the two minutes of research, and you realize, oh, the, this target is in that city. That's who they're right. visiting. <laughs> so it's kind of like a not like John Calipari re- sending repeated pictures of Mount Rainier mm-hmm. from his airplane going. Uh, I think- when he was visiting uh, Jaden McDaniel. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a, a new thing that, that coaches seem to be kind of doing. Also, you know, kind of show that go visit the mom and show that you're a family man by bringing your daughter along with you. And as I said, Chris Mack does that a lot. He had his his kid with him at the Peach Jam this summer. Uh, so, I mean, he, it, that just kind of seems to be one of his things he likes to do. I'm not saying that he's doing it for recruiting purposes, but I am saying that I don't think it would hurt in most family settings that, hey, look how much I love my family. Here's my little daughter. And to contrast that with the previous coach, you know, okay. Um, 
I mean, you can take take <laughs> away from that what you what you will. I mean, that this kind of shows it kind of like doubly proves Louisville basketball is turning over a new leaf and going in a different direction. We want to wrap up with a little bit of football news, but I did want to before we get to that uh, let you guys know about my bookie. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is. I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they're the best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. They have in-game live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. Right now, my bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, They'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits of over $100. Use promo code ONCOLLEGE25 to activate that free $25 free play. That's ONCOLLEGE25. So visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code ONCOLLEGE25 when creating your account to claim that $25 free play. You win, you play, you get paid. This is Locked On Kentucky. Your team every day. Real quick, Kyle, before we get to the last bit of news we want to talk about, what are your kind of thoughts on this attendance thing? It's, it seems to be a little bit down well, from a football standpoint. Kentucky, uh, real quick, just to, to give the release, uh, UK Ticket Office tweeted out, uh, we've released a special $42 ticket offer for the game against Mississippi State thanks to Keeneland. Um, if you go to you text Kentucky to 20123 for details to purchase. Those are lower-level tickets for $42. But uh saw a tweet today. There were 10,000 tickets still available. It's a crazy amount. Look, I guess I guess we shouldn't be that surprised that the we, we both whiffed on our over-unders with the thinking they would be announced attendance over 55,000 at last week's game coming off that big win at Florida, and they're coming home. Uh, you think fans will show up in droves. They didn't. Um, it was, I think, 40-some thousand um 46 ish or something like that 48 i can't remember um well below 55 um with a capacity of about 61 and you know everybody says well bad opponent noon game next week is the huge game night game everybody you know ranked team uh the prove it game national attention everybody will show up for that one and then you you hear with you know four games to get four days to go before the game there are 10,000 tickets available um a little bit surprising, and I think it's just it highlights what an absolute battle um, college football programs everywhere are in, and Kentucky in particular. Um, it's an uphill battle to get people back into the stadium, and you know I commented on that on on Twitter, and a lot of people just have said what they keep saying. It's just it costs way too much to take a whole family uh, to a game. It, it's a time investment. It, it basically takes your entire Saturday if you go to a game. Uh, to really experience it, you've got to pay to park. You've got to uh, pay quite a bit for tickets. They're they're more all the time. Um, you've got to pay an arm and a leg for concessions. Um, you know, over the course of that, you're going to spend a bunch of money. You're going to spend a bunch of time. And people have just said, "Look, I got a great TV at home. I can sit on my own couch. Uh, you know, I can not have to tune in until the game kicks off, and I can tune right back out when it's over, and I'm already home." Uh, so I don't spend the whole day. Um, I can flip around to other games. I can, uh, you know, maybe have a better view than where I would be in the stadium. 
I'm not hot. I'm not cold. I'm not getting rained on. Uh, I can drink my own drinks and eat my own snacks. It's cheaper. I can drink beer if I want. And you can't do that in the stadium unless you're in a suite. Um, there's a lot of reasons, and and I understand all of them. Um, yeah, I think it's it's tough for Mark Stoops and for the program to feel like what else do we have to do to get a full stadium. I get that. I, you know, I would be very frustrated, but I also understand that, like it's people everywhere, all around the country are in football in general. I think it, it's it's happening in the NFL as well. Just saying, do I really want to invest all this time and all this money when I can still support the team and follow the game? Uh, for much cheaper and from the comfort of my own home. It's, it's a challenge that I don't know any, if anybody has found a good answer to, uh, to solve yet. Yeah. And, uh, here's the, the kind of the sad news that I wanted to pass along because everyone's kind of been sharing it. The, the four year old who was struck by a car on Cooper drive after the game on Saturday, uh, has passed away. And Kyle, I know that I kind of struck home with you, obviously with having two young kids of your own. Yeah. Um, it has, uh, it has really, uh, shaken me and, uh, just, I, I just, as a new, relatively new parent, everyone knows, uh, hears a lot about and sees a lot about it on Twitter. Uh, I have twin 18 month olds and it just, um, thinking about it from the perspective of a parent from both sides, the parent of an 18 year old kid that you've just sent your child off to college. He's been there what a month. Uh, and now he's. Uh, sitting in jail and having killed someone um, is just gutting to think about that, uh, that your child could go off to school and you get that phone call. Uh, and then even more so from the other perspective uh, to be, you know, uh, there with your child um, and, and lose them in that way is just horrifying. And, um, and I don't know, uh, I don't know how you go on uh, for being parents on either side of that tragedy. And I'm just, uh, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Uh, I, I'm thinking about those, all of those people tonight. I'm so sad for that little boy. And uh, it just, it's for, as a parent, it is, uh, it will shake you. Uh, just hold, hug your kids tight and uh, love them and tell them you love them. And that's all I know to do because the, the, the universe can be a random and cruel thing sometimes and there's there's just uh, no wrapping your head around something like that it's uh, it's very sad yeah that's that's uh, pretty much all that anybody could say I just so just uh, prayers to both all the families involved in that situation uh kyle let everybody know where they can follow you on social media right now at kyle tucker underscore sec i am at curtis birch b-u-r-c-h on twitter and you can follow locked on kentucky on Facebook, just search Locked On Kentucky. On Twitter, we are at Locked On UK. Please follow those accounts to make sure you get all the podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast, and then they'll just go straight to your phone. Once you subscribe, please rate, review, and then share it with someone else who would enjoy this podcast. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Kentucky. We'll talk to you soon. You are Locked On Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.